Neil with the dastardly gentleman. And with me I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Good evening. Long time no see. It's been a couple weeks. We missed you. Hope, hope I you, missed you, Neil. Oh, I, I missed you too, dude. I hope you all are doing great out there. We, uh, we're worried about you. That's why we're doing this podcast. We got to bring you okay, up to check speed. Up on you. Yeah, just checking up on you, as the, the great Bill Burr would say. Or checking in on you is what he would say, actually. I had to start listening to podcasts again because I have a one-hour commute now. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of asshole am I? We're putting out podcasts all the time, and uh, I don't listen to anybody else's podcasts. It's kind of a dick move. Yeah, see, I listen to him all the time, but I, I, I don't feel too bad about it. <laughs> well, I guess you're just better than me. Well, yeah, but we know that. <laughs> so anyways, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about the uh, the Twitter witch hunt that's going on lately. It's become kind of an epidemic. Um, so basically what's been happening, um, it's been happening to a couple of celebrities. It's like, it's like Twitter just gets together and like, Let's just put our heads together here and uh, how can we fuck this person's life up? You know? Like, I don't like this person. Or they're doing something that I don't like. Let's scrub their entire history of tweets or social media in general. And let's see if they said something racist or homophobic. And then just release it. Yeah. Like? Like, like it's, supposed to, it's supposed to make it so that that person... It, it devalues whatever they have done or whatever they have uh, accomplished. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. So, I don't understand either. I know. I ob- there's an obvious motive to it. Uh, the obvious <clears throat> motive is, I don't like this person. I'm gonna try and fuck him up. Um, and the problem is, is that's actually working. Like, <laughs> the first first time I heard about this, it wasn't Kevin Hart because that's that was the big thing lately. But it was what was it? Paula Dean. <laughs> yeah, Paula Dean. Paula Dean back in the day. I mean, she she had um, she had some uh, some spicy comments that yeah. uh, that got her in some doo doo. See, there's some there's some pros and cons from the Paula Dean thing. First of all, the con is she lost her show. She lost pretty much everything. Um, not a con that's to a, me. That's a, pro. That, that's a con to her. Um, but the pro is. All of her cookware and shit is like half off now. <laughs> she's got some it's really like Martha Stewart went to jail. Yeah. She's got some really good cookware out there and it's like for like you get a whole set of pots and pans for like eighty bucks and it's amazing. <laughs> get it on Amazon that's folks. Terrible. <laughs> that's like that's like kicking somebody in the ankle and banging like, Oh look, free stuff. Hey look, at least it's still selling, you know. It could be just like we all this shit, what we're we gonna do with it. <laughs> You know, I guess that's true. You know, it, it's all about them uh, silver linings. So, so I have a I have a quote that I want to read. Okay, and I want because and and this is in the interest of the you know does that make this person any less favorable to I'm gonna say because usually the Twitter outrage mob is almost always left like super far left leaning. So would this make this person even a little bit in your opinion? Uh, worse off question mark if if people knew about it in general okay here we go i am not nor have ever been ever have been in favor of bringing about in any way the social or political equality of the white and black races 
I am not, nor ever have been, in favor of making voters or jurors Negroes, nor qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people. And I will say, in addition to this, that there is a physical difference between the white and black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races from living together on terms of social and political equality. And inasmuch as they cannot so live, while they do remain together, there must be a position of superior and inferior, and I, so as as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, he said that. Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Yep. But well, remember, he is the he's the great emancipator. Yeah. He is the original, the OG champion for equal rights. Right? Right? <laughs> Spoilers. A... And everyone everyone likes to associate this with the um the South's attempt at um revisionist history. Abraham Lincoln didn't give a goddamn about black people. He only cared on his second term whenever he was trying he was in a position to possibly not be reelected. And that's whenever he wrote the Emancipation Proclamation. Come at me. Oh come at me. Shit. So what but 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 again, you know, I know that a lot of people like Abraham Lincoln. I'm not one of them. Uh, I, I, does that make him any less? Does that make him any less of the great emancipator? Does that make his actual achievements and, and his efforts in his presidency diminished by having that dredged up years later? Years later. Well, okay. So it depends. I mean, to me and. Yeah, that is the man who said people can't lie on the internet. Thank you, Abraham Lincoln, for your yep. wisdom and your memes. Um, That's true. <laughs> it really just depends on the content. I mean, you think about it. Like, there's some people out there that'll throw a racial slur or homophobic slur. Like, shit, Kathy Griffin did that shit. So did um, a half dozen, ah, no, dozens of other um very far left liberal um, <laughs> uh, comedians and, and celebrities have thrown a whole bunch of racial slurs and homophobic slurs around. And it was just really honestly the sign of the times. But when you like, well, I, it, yes and no. I mean, it was, it was a miss. To me, it was a, it, I wouldn't even call it a faux pas. It was more of a just shock humor is what it was. Let, let me say, you know. Uh, oh, yeah slurs to to get people to get riled up and stuff um but as far as you know when you when you write something out like that it's not really like a in the heat of a moment or or a, or a, like a an opinion piece for like the time it's like uh, here's my entire agenda this is how i feel about it and this is how i'll always feel about it that's what what you just said to me, or what you just quoted uh, from Abraham Lincoln. That that's a very clear intent of how he wants things to be from now on, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he very clearly uh, states his position for sure. Yeah, I I find it um, like interesting that uh, whenever it comes to uh, like because you said Kathy Griffin, a far left um, comedians and commentators they're on the right side though you know that's the thing like they're they're part of the bro club of shit that you can get away with saying if you're on the correct side like if you had you know for example uh a a, a right-leaning or fox pundit say any of those other, like, 
and if you have like in a news setting and he said the n-word and then you have people being like he just said the n-word by saying the n-word you were implying the n-word therefore we need to pull the show down everyone pull it down firebomb the studio but i mean kathy griffin can go on go on you know national television and be like trump's a faggot and then the like the oh ah! no it's still bad yeah it's bad it doesn't it's matter the source bad. it really doesn't and, and that, yeah. that's the thing and you know as far as my perspective on things i mean obviously you know and if anybody that's list, ever listened to this podcast uh knows that i do lean left i do lean liberal but this shit is just embarrassing you know it really is it's like okay your political views oh it's either you want more government or you want less government. That's all there is to it, whether you're left or right. But everything else is getting associated with that shit. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't want to go too far into politics because I want to stay on task here. But it's it's like it's I don't want to call it tribalism. It's it's more of a it's red versus blue. I mean, that's all it is. It's well, as long as. As long as it was a Democrat that said it, it's okay. No, fuck that. That's stupid. No. It's wrong. I mean, it, it, makes, regardless. it makes more sense whenever some people say certain things. You know, like, if it's, if it's really, like, um, awkward, awkward racism, usually it's, it's from the left. Because they're like, they're like, right, my homies? You're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty much how it is right no. now, Ryan. If you're, you're, if, you're, if you're a famous white person and... You've ever dropped the N-bomb, someone's going to find out and dig that shit up. Yeah, that's pretty much where it's at right now. And like we said earlier, the, the worst part about it is it's actually going to work in damaging that person's reputation and career. It's outrageous. And it's a it's a huge double standard right now because you have uh, you know the black community, which are mostly liberal, uh, you know, they... They use the N word like every third word nine times out of ten. I mean, not all of them. I mean, usually the the more uh, urban ones will do that. And can I can I just take a second to do a uh, a brief uh, Kendrick Lamar's a cunt? Moving on. <laughs> Explain why, Frank. Go ahead. To so anybody I, that I'm hasn't heard it yet. I'm new to the whole party. Kendrick Lamar has songs that say the N word nonstop in his songs because he's obviously a poet laureate. He's garbage, <laughs> and he um uh he's he's a wordsmith. No, he's not. And so his words. I mean, you can't rhyme. You can't sit there and tell me that you make shit rhyme whenever you're every like if you go A B A B A B in in your in your stanzas and the B is always ends with an I G G A. You know, I mean, like that's not that's not that's not rhyming, and it's not rhyming anymore. Um, anyway, so he brings this girl on on stage, and uh, she sings the song that he wrote, and he brought her up to sing with him, and she raps it with him, and it and it says N I G G A in it, and she says it, and then he stops the whole fucking thing, and then has everyone boo her off the stage and puts her on the court of public opinion up on stage with lights on her when it was supposed to be one of the most fantastical times of her life. And, and just treats her like absolute garbage and we're all supposed to be okay with it because Kendrick Lamar is black and urban. And obviously, because the left is so fucking racist, he, he clearly is not capable of thinking for himself or having like any kind of like rational opinion and we should just feel sad for him. And it's not the money that he's got. 
or anything like that. You know, oh, he was the victim of racism, even though he literally wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. I guess the implication was that because she's the wrong color that she should have known that censorship was involved or should have been involved. And I'm like, bro, you wrote the song. You wrote the song. What? Like, can you imagine if, if like, anytime that anybody wrote, like, a, a quasi um, spicy song, like, look at Meat Love's song about butt fucking, right? You know? Uh, would do anything for love, wouldn't do that, you know? Um, what if I, when I sung that, I sang that song, but I decided that, you know, there were certain parts of it that I just was like, um, should I say that? Because that's like your private life. <laughs> should I censor that or? Well, that. So like, I would do anything for. <laughs> Listen, that was a setup too. I mean, he knew what he was doing when he brought her up on stage. Oh, absolutely oh yeah. and, and, and she's and she's traumatized forever dude if i if yeah. i was that chick i'd be like look i didn't get to fuck kendrick lamar so i'm gonna fuck kendrick lamar <laughs> i mean like i i'd be like we're talking like i want to hire like the biggest beefiest burliest uh uh lawyer on the planet to like hook him under the jaw with a meat hook and just drag him through the courts <laughs> yeah and that that's the kind of shit that really needs to stop is the double standards the fact that um people say that uh white people are racists and black people can't be racist because they're not in power so they can sit there and play the race card all day long when that is in fact racism to its nth degree like that 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 line of thinking fucking blows me away <laughs> me too like, you, you can't you can't be the you can't be the victim of racism if you don't have power when was power ever involved in racism it was always one race disliking the other race that's nothing who, who, who who's about power nothing <laughs> i mean like you can have two people of equal social political and financial standing in one neighborhood that are are the same in every conceivable way that are of different different ethnic backgrounds and they can hate the shit of each other and they would be racist Yes. That would be racism. Yes. I mean, sorry. Sorry, lefties. Your fucking definition of racism is retarded. I saw a tweet today. Like you. Um, did you hear about the whole uh, university scandal? Yes. Okay. And Aunt Becky is going to be some primetime prison hoot nanny. Good. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, I saw a tweet <laughs> thank today. You, thank you for that pat on the head. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I saw a tweet today uh, from... Trust me, I'm, I'm just trying to keep my shit together right now because I can't, if I wander off, I won't, I won't ever come back again. Um, tweet today about that whole th situation, and it was, what was it? Um, it was a black guy saying, um, you know, with all that white privilege you guys have, you still have to cheat to get into college. <laughs> like, and I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. Why is this about race all of a sudden? Like, why did you have to play because the race card? Because if they don't, they don't know how to live, honestly. Because like they, you know, they that's a that's a lot of these people. They look for anything like a lot of the far left. Because I'm assuming they do is far left, and I don't put the like people who are Democrats or whatever like on the same, uh, what would you call it, spectrum as people who are like super far left. Uh, it's just that you know they have a different political opinion. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, far left people are fucking insane, and and they they have to do the super ideology thing. And if they don't, if it isn't if a subject isn't specifically about what they are electing to be outraged about, they do not know how to act. They don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to exist. 
Yeah, at this point, yeah, absolutely, so they, I agree. They, they need it, you know. They need it to be about race, you know. So it's like you see, you know, like so the college thing. So she cheated to get her her dumbass kid in college because they're obviously too stupid to get it on their own, and uh, she, you know, obviously it must be about white privilege. What? 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 Oh what? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who the fuck's anything about race? From from what I can tell. I don't know. It's just an attempt to stay relevant. It's like, let me insert myself into this discussion and use a uh, common tactic that me and my entire base use all the time that seems to be working, so let's keep on doing it. Like, uh, and I, Yeah, I, I mean, that... Go ahead. That, that's been, like, one of the things that I've... I've the frustrating things of you talking about, like, you know, people attempting to stay relevant, that, that has been um, consistently vexing. Uh, to to have to deal with because I mean you have you have uh, these you know shit birds like Ilhan Omar that uh, I watched a C-SPAN um, uh, chair committee discussion where she was asking incendiary questions of the uh, the person that was being uh, asked mm -hmm. questions to uh, specifically for the the ability to try to say that socialism uh, is not the enemy and she was trying to steer it that way and the guy knew what she was doing he pretty much just went. I'm not going to answer that question because it's a stupid question. And I'm like, this is this is how these people live. This is how they work. Because like, if you don't, if it's not about them attempting to do everything that they can to destroy the you know the American ideal, then you know let's just let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about whatever we can in such a way we can frame it that America is the enemy all the time. I'm like, aren't you in Congress? It I'm. <laughs> and most most kills me like a lot of people like that that are on the far left they have this mindset that they need to make America always like out to be the enemy. I'm like, don't you live here? I mean, why? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Who does that? You like shit in your own house, like like on the floor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't get it. Maybe I'm rambling, but I'm just like. I don't understand. I don't understand the mindset of people that that don't have the ability to have any level of personal introspection, and then to be able to say, "I don't think, I don't think they're talking about the same thing that I want to talk about," and rather than just being kind of cool about it, being like, you know, you finish your sentence, they're just gonna like butt slam a fucking topic in there that has nothing to do with it. Well, absolutely, because you know? it's like. It's like playing playing with a home field advantage. It's like, well, I can't relate to that. But let me bring you over here where I can just throw out random shit and play the race card or play the whatever card, the white privilege card. It's it's actually to me it's just lazy. <laughs> it's all it is. Like Well sure it is. It's it it could so if you want to have a legit discussion and actually, you know, further the human race along um, you would try a little bit harder than continuously trying to divide us, and that's the thing is like, it's it's never it's never a um, it's never anything constructive. It's never something that people that play that card say that has any kind of like constructive value to it. There's no well. I feel like there's an inequality between, you know, whites and blacks, but here's how I think it could be fixed. Or here's what I could have done better to make it uh, better for me and my family. Or 
um, I voted this way. It didn't didn't work out in my favor, but next time we're gonna I'm gonna see if I can get more people to rally behind me and vote this way. It's always like, nah, man. You're at, you're ahead of me because white privilege. You're ahead of me because I'm black. You're ahead of me because I'm this race. In, insert race here, and it's like, and, and if you really think that way, what's your solution? Like, what what are you gonna do about it? Just bitch. What should be done? <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, it depends on who you ask because you know you also have like those people that are like you know see what we need to do in order to what we need to do in order to make everything on the same playing field. Because everyone needs to not own anything. <laughs> Just the government. <laughs> Just the government, and we'll take them into small rooms, and we'll whip them until they agree. That's what we'll do. I don't know. I don't know how. The, I don't know how the Soviets saluted. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not as hip on my Bernie stuff as I should be. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit more about this whole Twitter witch hunt thing. Um, we got really crazy on race there for a minute. Um. <laughs> well, it's because I mean, it's, here's the thing: is because they always interject it. And they make it so that you basically pretty much have to talk about it in an effect to try to make it so that you can understand that what we are talking about has nothing to do with it, no matter what the ideologues will tell you. Like it's not about race, even though they really, 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 really want it to be. It's really not, and and they don't know they don't know how to live any other way other than to try to make it so that it is. So it's just madness to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it is happening to everybody, the whole witch hunt thing. I mean, the whole thing with Kevin Hart. I mean, he got tagged with homophobia seven years ago, <laughs> like a long time ago when, you know, comics were just dropping the F-bomb left and right. I mean, it at the time, it wasn't so such a touchy subject. It wasn't so sensitive. Like... No, you know, the gay community. Because it'd be like they could yeah. actually call each other, you know, dirty butt things, and then you know people go, ah. I mean, even you know, even the gay community is like, ah. And then, but like, but but now it's like you know, you're you're like, he was a. And then they say it, and then everyone fucking loses their minds. Yeah, it's it's a it's a totally different it's a different place. You know, you know where I think it, it went wrong. You know where um, I think I it got think of a lot of places, but specifically <laughs> where it. where it got really soft for. Oh, okay. Where? Um, I think after the whole the other witch hunt happened, the uh, Me Too movement. I think. Oh yeah. After that happened, it took a couple of our best comedians away. Well, one in particular, Louis C.K. If you ever watched his first stand up, <laughs> dude, he was he was talking about those words like, and he was screaming them out to the. Like he's like, I don't mean these words to be hateful. I just like to say them a lot. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to say like. And he said, you know, I don't want to be mean to somebody that can suck a dick. Like, it takes a lot of courage. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't. I, and I'm not saying that like anything derogatory towards you. It's just I'm afraid and I don't want to do it myself. And not that I've tried and failed. It's just you know. <laughs> So, I mean, once he went away, that it got really sensitive. Like, everybody is like, you can't say that word. Only, oh, it's our word. Like, holy shit. I mean, it's always kind of been that way with the N-word, but but when he came out and had that stand-up, it kind of loosened up a little bit. It was weird. And then when he went away, it got worse, like ten times worse. That's, yeah, the, the that's Me Too movement was such a, such a weird, such a weird thing. Because I mean, at first, like I started, you're kind of like, 
Okay, you know, I can get behind the idea of, like, you know, like these, these women need to have, like, um, a combined voice, but then, you know, I was immediately be con concerned because, you know, the idea of a group of people combining together it, to pursue a singular group justice idea is terrifying all by itself. Sure. And, and that's, what I, that's what I viewed it as. So, I mean, it's like, because anytime someone says, you know, I believe in social justice, you should just leave the room because anyone who's, who believes in social justice and hasn't actually sat there and thought about it, they're either a fucking idiot or they're a mass murderer. Or they're working on being both, you know, whichever one. I mean, it, it's just the way that it's going to play out. Right. Uh, so, you know, I was concerned about the idea of Me Too becoming a, a mass social justice movement, which is exactly what it ended up doing. Louis C.K., I never thought he was funny to begin with. Mm. Um, I never really enjoyed his comments or his, his stand-up. So, you know, him going away, I was like, nah. I mean, that didn't, that didn't affect me, but the idea that he did something wrong and needed to be taken out uh, was something I found bizarre because, you know, the whole idea of the Me Too thing was, you know, you need to have consent. Didn't he do that, though? Yeah, he asked. And she stuck around. What's the problem here? <laughs> what is it? I mean, he said, hey, can I beat off in front of you? And she's like, uh, and like, well, you're still in my hotel room. So is that a yeah? Is that a nah? And she's like, uh, he's like, well, okay. Tom Segura did a bit in his recent stand-up about words we can't say anymore, like gay and retarded and midget. Yeah, yeah. I still say retarded. I like to say retarded to people that are um, very far left-leaning, but I like to use it in the classical sense, like that which is slowed. And uh, it really uh, upsets them, because, but like they can't say anything, and I love to look them in the eye while I say it. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I prefer to purchase the, uh, the, the yellow retardant clothes and they're like <laughs> flame retardant clothes yeah I have a water no ice dude that's gay <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute that's what I'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> my ice melted um, my ice didn't melt I just didn't put any in there damn it <laughs> dude that's gay um <laughs> that's fine yeah so it's so it's taken like a, a a wild swing in a different direction and it happened right after the me too movement so like it's weird we what were the movements historically that that we've had like six or seven movements lately but before it was like what feminism and then like we're, we're let's start at the beginning like in the last 30 40 years okay we had feminism and then we had and then we had oh well feminism feminism really wasn't really a thing after suffrage so right. women got the vote right and then it's like okay well then we're done because you know now feminism does feminism served its purpose it's got because feminism was all about women having the same social the same social um but uh prerogative as men to be able to have like that civic virtue and and so now that then they got it so then it was like okay done right and, and but now it means something entirely different it's that militant feminism yep. uh it's no longer about equality it's the reverse of equality which last time i checked was tyranny and mm -hmm. um but i mean here's here's the thing about the uh like the me too movement and why it went from why it swung so hard and this is uh this is a marxist ideology this is a this is straight from your big bearded wookie man's little red cookbook that 
when you have a certain level of outrage and you have a group of people that you can identify as being the oppressor, once those people have been removed, you have no further power base. You need to find someone else who is the oppressor. So then you start looking for reasons and looking for people to be a demonstration of the oppressor. And you start to just sort of like bounce around to different groups and to different um, subjects to find examples of wrong thing. Because otherwise you can't have your full-on socialist movement, which is just groups of people going against groups of people without having a constant enemy. And that's why, like, you, you went from Harvey Weinstein and then, like, you know, sexual deviants and predators in uh, Hollywood to literally anyone else. And, and, and so, because, I mean, like, when they got done with Hollywood, they're like, they're like, yeah, we burned it up. All right, yeah, high five, everyone. Well, who's next? <laughs> well, that was it. We're done. You know, I mean, we, we nailed it. I mean, like, we got, we, you know, we made our point. You know, but then, like, a lot of the media, other tours that have, like, no life and they have no other impact other than to just be, like, a scourge on society are like, well, it's not enough. I'm not done. Yeah, we we, we pulled but, all yeah, these but, resources but together. We we you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a, but there's them. but there's no one left. I mean, if we just go after all these other people, there's no there's no point. No, you don't understand. I'm not done. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, you know, they went fucking completely insane, and then they get like fractious groups of feminists and SJWs wandering the landscape in search of the new enemy, and and that's all. When I when I see the Me Too movement, and I see where it's gone. I mean, that's all it is to me. Is just say it's a fractious group of of different socialists attempting to locate their version of the bourgeoisie wherever they can find it, Listen. and they have to defend whatever the social at the moment social flavor proletariat is. Listen, they <laughs> took a lot of effort to put a together that group it took some resources took some money took some time they made a facebook group <laughs> they we got gloria she's a really good typist i mean she's she's i mean if she works really hard like a little bit harder and really kind of like takes her proteins she probably could get up to probably 52 words a minute i am not even shitting you this this girl is amazing look we got her she's running the stenography i mean we don't just want to let this all go to waste. I mean, we got to like find another yeah. reason to be together still. <laughs> like, and that yeah, we, it's, we've it's like the only time that Mal <laughs> go ahead, sorry. We've uh, yeah, we've uh, we've talked about this multiple times, especially in the last few podcasts about you know movements in general. And it's just like once you've achieved your goal, you have to disband. It's the rules, but you'd never do. You never do. You're like shit. Now what? Like let's just uh, let's. Let's harass that guy. <laughs> like, just, just stop. Just give it up and find a new cause. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to disperse, and then go find a new special interest group. <laughs> you can't. You can't well, just I mean, like, recycle we, feminism. Okay. <laughs> if we take if we take feminism away, we actually like look at the Me Too movement. We say, okay, now it's done. Uh, you know, Alyssa Milano will just fade into obscurity, like she should. <laughs> I, I always like I always like to imagine that I, I would one day would like to actually be in a room with Alyssa Milano and I like to treat, I like to treat her like Mab from the, the, the TV miniseries of Merlin with Sam Neill and then just to have her because like she, I, when she when, when, yeah, when she talks I hear the same voice like I'm in meter movement and, and like that's what I when she when she tweets that's what I hear in my head and and I want to be in the same room where she just starts screaming about feminism, her little harpy screech. I just want to turn around and walk away. Turn one and, and just like leave her in a big fucking empty room to fade away. 
by that I mean like a locker in a basement. Listen, somewhere. how good was that miniseries? It was fucking amazing. Oh, so good. Sam. Merlin. Uh, Sam Neill is my Merlin. Yeah, man. Hashtag my Merlin. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Sam Neill's on Twitter. We should just do like anything. Anytime that I post anything, I'm just going to put, you know, tag him and then put the um, hashtag my Merlin. Yeah, dude. So, okay, what I was getting at, though, we did the feminism, we did the... What what became... What was the... Was there a big movement in the 90s? Like, because feminism started in the 70s, right? The late 60s? Um, like, before but, before the 19th Amendment and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, after yeah, the 19th it was, Amendment, it was, sorry. Uh, it, was, it, was in the, it was in the 60s, yeah. Oh, movements in the 90s. Oh, that's right on Google. Mm-hmm. Social movements in the 1990s. Let's take a look. Mobilization for global justice. Ha, ha, ha. Y'all have little red flags too. Irony. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe the 90s with the anti-globalization movement that propelled into anti-World Trade Organization, anti-World Bank, and neoliberalism protests. Many supporters of anti-globalization say they are in support of globalization in regards to communication of people, but are opposed to the globalization of corporate powers. I can kind of get that. Participants base their criticism on a number of related ideas. What is shared is that participants oppose what they see as large multinational corporations having unregulated political power exercised through trade agreements and deregulated financial markets. Specifically, corporations are accused of seeking to maximize profit at the expense of work safety conditions and standards, labor hiring and compensation standards, environmental conservation principles, and the integrity of national legislative authority, independence, and sovereignty. I can see how this movement ended. Because most of those things have been achieved. Yes, absolutely. Well done. Well done, everyone. Good. Seriously, <laughs> you know that was a good, good one. On you. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Mobilization for Global Justice, because you also disbanded. Well done. Yes. You you relinquished your emergency powers once <laughs> once the war was over. Yeah. You didn't have to have the Jedi you. come in and fucking seize your power. Yeah, it was just you. I mean, everyone else everyone else is still going. Like, look, the anti-Vietnam War movement still going. What? <laughs> They're still going. They're still those fucking. They're all gray now, but these these nasty old fucking hippies that are super anti anyone who was in Vietnam. Fuck out of here. <laughs> these dirty hippies, like they had kids, and now their kids are dirty hippies, and they're like, all American truths do, man, is just burn babies. Yeah, you sure you're not talking about Burma? Because the Burmese army, they burn babies. Yeah. Where's your Where's your protest then? <laughs> That was it. That was the only that, one. That, liberalism. Yeah, that was doesn't even count. That was about it. And honestly, there wasn't shit in the '90s. I mean, it was everybody kind of. I don't want to say everybody kind of got along because, I, well, in the '90s there was the whole Rodney King beatings and shit like that. I mean, it's and then the NWA. That shit sparked race riots, and so that was that was a serious movement um, for what was it for it was just looting and rioting about uh that was inequality race racial racial inequality yeah. Yeah, it was just it was just it was just rioting i mean like it really wasn't even about that it wasn't about it was about it wasn't about anything in particular other than just we have the ability to get out there and destroy some stuff under the uh the facade of, of social outrage yeah it's just like ferguson Yes. Yeah, we're wrong, and we're all in the wrong, and it's really bad, and it's really terrible. So obviously, the answer is to burn down my neighborhood and steal everything. Yeah, I mean, nailed you, it. You got to cause a confusion <laughs> while you go steal shit. 
Um, so yeah, the '90s wasn't really that huge as far as movements are concerned. Now it's fucking. There's like a movement every other month. <laughs> I will say that like the, the a lot of the movements listed in the '60s never really went away. Uh, like I said, the anti-Vietnam one. Uh, that's just people being dicks. That's not really a movement anymore. It's just sort of like general cuntish behavior. Civil rights movement. I would say that it's over, but you know, a lot of these like Black Lives Matter and these um, like Black Panthers and uh, a lot of these other uh, black supremacist uh, hate groups, uh, they can't just make like the song and fucking let it go. Right. Uh, the environmental movement, which is kind of hit and miss. The gay rights movement, the students movement, and the women's movement. Yeah, they're all still here. Yeah. They've super. They've morphed <laughs> into. Yeah. Many different 50, things. 50, 50 goddamn years and you guys are still on about it. Come on now. Yeah. So, okay, let me ask you this. And this is this is the uh, devil's advocate part. So, uh-huh. what good comes from this stuff? What good comes from the movements? What good comes from uh, people on these witch hunts? What good? What What is the positive thing that comes from people aggressively looking to ruin somebody else's career or aggressively looking to try and seize power and reign supreme. What good can come from it? Nothing. Nothing. The only thing that, the only good that comes from it is that it gives people a chance to sit there, lean back in their lazy boy after they got done sending out some really, really nasty tweet and trying to get someone obliterated and go, yeah, I just, I just completely ended uh, the patriarchy by myself. Okay. You know, until until like the next thirty seconds, and they're outraged about something else. So that's from the uh, their perspective. What about the victim's perspective? What about the the recipient of uh, of that type of scrutiny, that type of uh, attack? What what good can uh, like they what? turn it into? Oh man, they can. I mean, look at the Covington kids. They can fucking turn into like some serious potential cash. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Washington Post, CNN are getting brutally fist fucked right mm. now, and it is sweet. Yeah, they committed libel. <laughs> they should be fucking nailed to the cross. I I would love to see a for sale sign outside the CNN tower. <laughs> that would be sweet. See, that's that's the thing right there, and we talked about this, I, I think, in the previous podcast where. The good that can come from this is it's an opportunity. It's an absolute opportunity to shut these people up the right way. Sure, you can rage out. Sure, yeah. you can scream and yell and just fucking let them get to you and make a stupid mistake and honestly feel their fire even more. Or you could just wait till they make a terrible legal mistake <laughs> and just fucking nail them to the cross. That's the best part about, about stuff like this is that... Uh, you organize my thoughts. You, whenever you have an ideology that you want to try to get rid of, I think I've said this before on podcasts. The best thing that you can do is give it a voice, mm-hmm. and to let it burn itself out, because there's only so much. You know, psychologically, it's been proven that there's only so much that you can really do whenever you're trying to sustain yourself purely on outrage. There's only so far you can go. Right. There's only so much outrage that you can consistently make to really get people interested whenever it's built on effectively nothing or on, on just smoke and mirrors and you're making shit up. And people won't stick around for it. They don't care because after a while, you're like, okay, how is everyone a racist? How is everyone a misogynist? 
Right. How is that even possible? How do you listen to yourself? So it's like you give these people a platform and let them talk out and then let them let them lash out. So you let them go completely hog wild and then they lay all their cards on the table and you look at it and go, that's insane. And everyone, everyone that's involved in it, like everyone on Twitter, for example, looks at it and goes, yeah, that's insane. That's an insane position to have. That is a crazy person's position. And then they lose a shitload of points. And then you have people that are more moderate that actually cite their sources that actually have like say like, you know, hey, we actually can solve the problem if we do X or, you know, we have this position and, and, and they actually can uh, like have a roadmap to peaceable reintegration, which is something that most of these far left or far right people will never do ever because that's not part of the game for them. Part of the game for them is complete uh, uh, ownership or totalitarianism. They need to own it all. They need to be it all. And if you disagree, you should go to the gulag. So let them talk. Let them ruin themselves. It's wonderful. Look at again. You know, I brought it up earlier, but look at Ilhan Omar. She's fucking devastating herself. And all and all we have to do is just go, go for it. Well, yeah. Speak your mind. And that's the thing Tell is, eventually they'll make a mistake. Much like the whole Covington kid thing. I mean, people were so fucking outraged, and they all just jumped that bandwagon of. Let's try and get somebody. Not me. I'm not going to go down there and do it. But let's let me rile somebody up enough to go hurt this kid, like, mm-hmm. which is inciting violence, which is illegal, and uh, they're going to get sued as well. So mm-hmm. you let them rile themselves up good enough, and uh, eventually they're going to make a mistake, and eventually they're done. I mean, you, when you're that when you have that big of a mouth and you're that passionate about something. You're bound to fuck up. And once you do, which I think this Covington kid thing um, started to swing things around. And not necessarily just for him, but people are... If you, you know, troll through the forums, you look through uh, Reddit, you look through... I don't know, I'm not a 4chan person. But you look through all these, these, um, you know, forums, these social media platforms. It's starting to come around. People are not letting this shit fly anymore. Uh, people are not letting the race card fly anymore. Like, I can't tell you how many times I, I've seen on Reddit in the uh, the Black People Twitter uh, subreddit, which I do enjoy. It's, there's a lot of funny stuff on there. Uh, people are not standing up for this shit anymore, where everything has, has to be about race. I mean, sure, go mm-hmm. ahead and embrace your culture, and that's that's something you should do, embrace your heritage. But don't let it divide us as a country. Don't let us divide us as, as a, the human race. Be proud of where you came from, but don't like sit there and shit on everybody else's skin colors and, and, and heritage. But it's not working anymore. People don't want to hear it. People are done hearing it. It's so fucking tired. <laughs> it's so tired. Every time I say something that is is talking about maybe like statistics or anything like that because that whole thing with um the uh the university scandal uh when i I read through the comments of that that tweet it was okay why does this have to be about race uh well you know clearly statistically there's way more white people in um college or in that in usc or whatever college it was uh than there's black people and they're like yeah and there's more white people in general why yeah you, i mean statistically it's likely yeah it's it's most likely to happen because there's just more white people 
There's nothing you could do about that other than have a whole bunch of babies or kill off a bunch of white people. Which one is it going to be? Neither. Because... Uh, I, can t- I can tell you which one of the BLM's <laughs> going to go for. Oh, yeah. For sure. But it's not going to be either. And you're just going to have to get over it and stop trying to fucking create parallels between um, statistics that don't matter and start taking some fucking personal responsibility. You want to get into a good college? Try hard. <laughs> if you can't... Mm-hmm. If you don't do it, get into a less good college. You know? Make, make it any way you can. But don't sit there and just bitch. That's all we ever hear anymore is bitching from from the think tank, from the fucking echo chamber. Oh, well, if it wasn't, woe is me, if it wasn't so hard for me to <laughs> succeed, I would totally succeed. Shut up. <laughs> We're done hearing oh, it. Everybody's yeah, I mean, done really, hearing it. The, 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 the by, by and large, the, the almost all of the social ills on it that we face today would be answered and handled almost instantly if people would literally just do that just take a modicum of responsibility for themselves for their own lives first before they worry about the lives of others absolutely but you know where's the i guess where's the fun in that (laughs) yeah okay so let's segue to this other port port part of uh the topic i wanted to talk about um, so I did some listening to, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, uh, this is all original thoughts. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did some listening on, what was it? It was Joe Rogan's podcast about, uh, the Twitter automation, uh, bots basically. Um, so there was this analyst that was scrubbing through, you know, millions of tweets and, she made some parallels on where the bots are coming from, what their agenda is, and she didn't come out and say it. She just, you know, threw out the statistics and let Joe decide, basically, or let the listeners decide. But it was, there was, you know, hundreds of thousands of accounts strewn across Twitter, strewn across Facebook, Instagram, all these accounts that are all bots. They're all Russian bots, and they are Russian because you can, you can, tell through their history because they it's like it's like they upgraded the bot to bot 2.0 the original version of the bot was somebody speaking in clear russian (laughs) but it was like they were like wearing a maga hat or something like it was representing somebody in texas uh and then and then the second iteration of it was perfect english like english that was so perfect that it's straight out of a fucking uh, english lit book (laughs) which most people in Texas don't speak like that. <laughs> people use slang. People use, uh, you know, colloquialism. They don't say, furthermore, I think that... <laughs> they don't speak in Old English, basically. So, and then, Bot 3.0 was... They were just literally copying and pasting shit from other people's Twitters. Like, they're big, they were... They were increasing the volume of the echo chambers, what they were doing. So instead of like coming up with their own original shit or typing stuff from scratch or trying really hard to fit in, they just copied and pasted shit. And, and some of the biggest like influential things that these bots were doing were just copying and pasting memes. And they got really fucking good at it and really clever about it. it, it dude, okay. So they got so good at this that they literally make Facebook groups, right? Uh-huh. 
and they get people to join the Facebook group, right? And they, she was calling this tribalism, which was pretty cool. Mm, it is. And these, they, they weren't even bots at this point. They're, they're agents, but they became bots. It was, it was like they were activating like sleeper cells. Like, they hired people to make videos for them to push the message. They hired like a uh, self-defense teacher to teach um, black people how to defend themselves during a, you know, an altercation with the police. Like, they're paying people to push this kind of agenda. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing I heard in the, when, what she was saying was they literally got, they put two groups right next to each other. They, they, they created a Facebook event, okay? Two different ones. It was in Texas, and it was a, a cessation group in Texas <laughs> that was, you know, basically anti-Muslim, saying, take back our country from the Muslims. And then they made another event with their other group that was pro-Muslim, like Muslim heritage and culture uh, protection. And they literally sent them to the same place, but right across the street from each other. At the same time. Yeah. Like, let, let them fight. <laughs> no. Like, how fucking crazy is that? They, It worked. There was, like, you know, between 50 and 100 people on each side. And it was Russian Things in New York style, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, number one, how crazy is that? Number two, it's working, man. It's, they're fucking getting through to these people and some of these accounts some of these groups have like you know hundreds of thousands of members and they're all created by a russian troll how how do you uh, well, feel that people, Go ahead. people are pretty fucking gullible i mean people are really gullible and like it, it, you know it kind of goes back to the you should really consider reading something anything it, it doesn't have to be like i'm not going to be like that that guy who's like you know you, uh, you should read a book no, but I mean, if you if you're gonna like if you're gonna have an ideology, if you're gonna participate in the thought experiment of an ideology. I guess you should know everything about it. Yeah, you should do as much as you possibly can to educate yourself. So I never like so you see these like these uh, memes that come up, and you're like rather than just like yeah, I mean like it's the truth, and then burning the entire house down. <laughs> uh, you know, you look, you look at it and go, is that that doesn't. I mean, like, you know, is that true? And then you go and you read about it, and then, like, you know, you have six reputable sources, and they go, okay, well, yeah, that is true. Now you can burn your house down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus, like, you know, like I said, you just you have, like, your instant knee-jerk reaction is to just be outraged as hell. Uh, that's not that's not good. That's a stupid thing to do. I'm still having a hard time coming back from the, the Russian guy with the MAGA hat. <laughs> I mean, mostly because I think that that would literally have answered all the questions if they had just, like... But it's, you know, not like if 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 like the Mueller investigation came out, and Mueller just doesn't say anything, just and then pushes a button, and it's just like this guy, with like that that Russian chisel jaw, and he's kind of like uh, Saint Peter Square behind him, or uh, the um, the Kremlin behind him. He's got a mock. I'd be like, I want Donald Trump to win the election because <laughs> I don't like Muslims and I don't like Mexicans. For Donald Trump, obviously, and then, like, and then Mueller just goes. <laughs> See, that's the thing too. Was and that? And then just leaves. 
that the the trolls were you know obviously they were out in mass during the election and yes they were very pro-trump and very anti-hillary and the the question was did it actually affect the election and it's not necessarily the whole Mueller's going to find out whether there was collusion or not but right whether there was or not did it affect the election i honestly i i don't i personally i personally i don't think that it did i don't i actually don't think that it did from the majority of people that i've talked to i don't think that that would have made any difference and it's it's specifically because of the dnc and uh obesity I mean, like, if if it hadn't been for them, pretty much like fucking up the pudding, you we may have had a, a dem- but we Trump would have had, I probably not one. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I think that's actually a, I don't think he would have won. At that's all. a big part of it. I, I think it's a big part of why Trump won. But I think another big part of it is, and I I, I think the opposite. I think that those trolls did have an effect, because a lot of the trolls weren't pushing pro Trump. They were pushing pro anybody but Hillary. They were pushing pro Jill Stein, pro whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, but then but then look at it though, because I mean, like you know, so Jill Stein didn't get hardly anything. Yeah, but she, she got was enough. An That's the thing. It dispersed the uh, the Democratic base to vote for anybody right. but Hillary. I'm not 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 entirely, but enough. I think I think honestly I think that Hillary did enough damage on her own to have justified not uh, being elected, and and honestly I don't maybe it's just me because like I'm not like enormous on social media but like who let the dogs out? Oh, you fucking muted it. That would have been great. Um, now I lost my train of thought completely. Uh, but no, so like I I don't think that. I don't think that Russian trolls had had much, if anything, to really do with Jill Stein getting her elections, her votes, because I think she would have gotten her votes either way, because the people who were going to vote for her were probably going to vote for her no matter what. Right. I mean, if you watch, if you literally see anything Jill Stein ever did, ever, it's so fucking awkward. I can't imagine anyone that isn't already bought in being like, that's the one <laughs> that's who's going to lead this nation to greatness. Cause I mean, like, man, I, I watched some of her vids and some of her conferences. And I'm like, Oh, you're a weird bird. Oh, you are a weird, weird lady. I, 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 I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, nah, mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, I could like, say, I would, I would take, I would take Trump over just, <laughs> <laughs> I could say this, that, it's definitely influential enough to get a good handful of people organized to do some things. So it does have an impact on things as far as it, you know, having a determining factor on the election. It's hard to say. I, I, I personally feel that it it definitely had a hand in it, but I mean, let's just put it this way. Hillary was a terrible choice, but Trump was also a terrible choice, and he had so much stacked against him <laughs> every step of the way. God, it was just like he's still. I mean, I, I, 
I, I agree, but I disagree. And that's all actually, I think that is actually the reason why he ended up winning because he had a bunch of shit stacked against him. Because you had, you know, you have on one hand, you have the silent majority who have never been able to properly have a conversation with their, uh, with their others on uh, the political spectrum. And they have been demonized during the election and before the election and yeah. throughout the eight years of Obezi. Uh, and then so, you know, Trump had a lot going against him. But whenever he started to actually, like, make some headway, the sound majority were like, vote for Donald Trump. Fuck all you guys for saying the shit about me you did. Yeah. And I think that's really mostly what it was. That's why I say, that's why I'm saying, like, you know, they, you know, am I, am I saying that they had an impact socially on, on other things? Well, sure. But do I think that they had enough of an impact to sway the election? I don't think that it would have really mattered because I think that the, the majority of people were already ready to vote for Trump anyway because they were pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were pissed. They, they were outraged in the outrage culture. And, and you know what? Justifiably so, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. That's what that's the thing that like upsets me because like I say stuff like that and then you know people get people get nutty on me like like oh my god you like Donald Trump like no no I never said that what I'm saying is I understand why he got elected and it's and really really you being outraged it's your fault yeah you're the reason why Donald Trump has been elected now I I would have liked to have somebody who could think a little bit but hey I hate to break it to you last election cycle. We didn't get anybody like that. So, I mean, you know, we were pretty much out of luck. Donald Trump and me, hell, might as well. I don't like that he, that he was even in, I don't like that he was even in the running. Mm -hmm. Makes me crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's the best they had to offer, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I mean, like, for real, though. You know, reality TV star is the best we had to offer. But, I mean, I wonder if that's how people felt about Reagan, you know? Be like, this is the best we got, cowboy star? Really? And then he ends up being, like, one of the best presidents in U.S. history. Okay. I was really hoping whenever he got elected and it became kind of like, you know, he's obviously going to get elected. I was really hoping that it would be like that thing with Reagan where like everybody was like, you know, oh my God, he's so terrible. It's so stupid. We have a movie person that blah, blah, blah. And then he gets in there and just absolutely kills it. Oh, uh, that would have been so, honestly. I, I, I don't think that, but Reagan didn't have nearly the, um, the, the pushback that Trump does. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he would have done a, a fucking knock out of the park job. Don't, don't think that but i'm saying that reagan didn't have the level of um difficulties that trump does well i mean reagan couldn't form full sentences without you know the assistance of a teleprompter or a team of people to teaching him how to speak so at least there's sure that. but again you know but he was an actual actor too i mean that <laughs> an actual actor not just somebody that paid other people to act um, well, I mean, Trump, Trump, they, they had Trump hired Trump to be Trump. Yeah. They didn't hire Trump to play King Lear. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it, uh, you so like you had Reagan who was actually supposed to legitimately act versus Trump who was supposed to just be like, you know, an orange douchebag. Hooray. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. You got really hose in that loot box, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, it's just, uh... <sighs> I really want, all I'm saying is I really want him to do good. I want it. I mean, because here's the thing. I know that he can't talk well, because I, I was, we watched all the primaries. Hell, we even, yeah. we even did a live cast on all the primaries. But, you know, uh, 
I really wanted him to do well. I want, but you know, I, uh, I'm like, maybe, maybe he just talks like a fucking buffoon, but he's going to get in there. He's going to absolutely kill it. And he didn't. And I was very sad. See, that's the thing too. Like, despite me not voting for Trump, me not wanting Trump to win, I still felt the same way. I'm like, okay, okay. I hope he does a good job. I mean, what, what more can you do? Bitch, right? Because that's what half because the country is like, doing right now. Like it, it happened, you know. <laughs> it happened. Now you need to get over it. Now you need to get behind your president. Now you need to make things happen. That's how I felt about Obama. I didn't fucking want Obama to win either. Yeah. And but you know what? You know Obama won, and I'm like, okay, we voted a traitor in the office a second time. Okay, but hey, you know, let's do the best thing that we possibly can. Let's try to make it good for the country. I didn't sit there and fucking get on my social medias and be like, oh my god, the world is ending. Everything <laughs> is terrible. You know, it must be, I don't know, I don't even, I, I don't do the, I don't do the epithets, so, like, I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> I, I just, I, I was, I was so unimpressed with um, the way that media has responded to Trump. Actually, I guess I should say, realistically, the way that the the Democratic left has responded to Trump being president because really we should not be attempting to divide the shit. You like disagree with the president all day long. Fine. Attempt to split a nation in half along like, you know, ideological and social boundaries. Not so much. Not so much. Well, I mean, as far as the, um, extremist left is concerned he is the embodiment of everything they hate and everything they want I know. eradicated so that's why that's why Which, it's so uh, outspoken <laughs> these last couple of years <laughs> well and I, and I don't blame him for not for being like so incredibly upset by him and offended by him because like you know as much as he is a terrible person he is a person yeah he, Donald Trump is a singular entity, a non-identifiable social group person. He is an individual, and they cannot fucking deal with that. Right. That is not okay in the left playbook. Sorry, you have thoughts on your own? That is not acceptable. You need to pick a group. So, Because, I mean, even Trump even said never he was running. He was like, you know, I'll, I'll, run, as, I'll run as whatever, just like I want to run. Yeah. And I'm like, I happen to be running as a Republican, all right? Whatever. I mean, I don't care. I run as independent. I'm gonna win. That's my goal. I'm gonna win. And like that, that that fucks them up. I mean, the 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 far left they cannot deal with that shit. I mean, I mean, granted, since we're still talking about Twitter, at least Donald Trump is going to be very, very, very would be would be very, very, very easy to dredge something up. But the funniest part about dredging something up on Donald Trump is aside from the fact that he doesn't care, he'll probably go, yeah, what about it? No. What about it? it, yeah, it I was, said that. It was a joke. I don't, even, I don't even fucking remember. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> you can't take a joke? You can't take a joke? It was a joke. Come on now. Come on. I totally didn't mean it. And even if yeah, I did, I, it's not that big uh, a deal. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Real talk? Real talk. It's not. It's really not. I mean... It's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. That's what, like, let's, just, let's just say, like, you know, you went online as a celebrity, and you told the spiciest of jokes you know i mean like we're talking like it drops n-bombs it calls people faggot i mean all that other kind of shit and then you tweet it out 
and, and like the world itself stopped spinning. Now you have something to bitch about. But I mean, like, nothing's going to happen. No one died. Well, who died? The only thing I can disagree with on that one is that it's just like, uh, like Nixon, for example. You found out after, you know, you heard the tapes <laughs> about how incredibly racist he was and how much he really hated black people. And right. You think about it, and if it were just a random celebrity, okay, whatever. That's what that that person can think, whatever the fuck they want. And then the left can be outraged and say we want their job, whatever. But if it's the president, and you find out that they're like a legit like hate monger, it kind of matters. It matters because it might influence their decisions. <laughs> but. It might. It That's the thing. Might. It might. It actually has to. It, it, you're right. It really does. matter. It actually has to do something. But okay, so let me so ask you this. Look, for example. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. So, it has to, but at what point is it too late? Like you make you put a policy in in place that is you know, very much so against you know black people or whatever race you want to put out there, and it's it's signed into law. Well. Now it's too late. You you mm. voted for somebody that you thought was going to be impartial, that you thought was going to uh, have moral values and have have at least you know enough uh, head on their shoulders to include everybody instead of just a singular race. And this is just an extreme example, but um, right, no, I know this is all hypothetical. Yeah, but by then, if if it all fucking goes through. Oh shit! We should have known better. Why didn't we see the you know writing on the wall that this guy was a racist and he was going to try and push this kind of agenda through? So as far as the president's concerned, or even like any politician that has influence over uh, making laws, I feel it's very relevant. Disagree. The reason being because there's a there's a reason why our constitution is the is the the bedrock of Western civilization that it is, in that it has the checks and balances. So let's just say, like, you know, you have, like, the president who, you know, he's like, well, I decided to become president for whatever reason you idiots elected me, even though, like, up till this point, uh, I wasn't a waitress or anything. I was actually the grand wizard of the KKK. I mean, I feel like my allegiance is pretty open. And uh, you voted for me, and that's stupid. Mm -hmm. But so let's say we did, you know, and he's openly racist. But he doesn't do anything that's specifically racist. But then he does sign a bill. Let's just say hypothetically signs a bill in that is skirts the line of being kind of you know racially questionable you would have to i would also have to imply that the entire body of congress is incapable of looking at it and going no or they're all racist too right i mean they would have to all be racist or at least 60 percent. right so they would have to all be racist and then let's just say it gets through them then it goes to the supreme court the Supreme Court would have to also all be racist. So unless everyone is racist, it doesn't matter. He could go out there. I mean, he could be like, you know, look, I'd really like to go to the NAACP meeting, but I got a cross burning. Uh, so it's going <laughs> to conflict with that. I'm going to go do that instead uh, because I don't like you black folks. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead. Bye. And then so, you know, he goes to a cross burning and, and you know, people can be completely fucking insane. And then, you know, he signs in a bill that, you know, lowers inner city um, uh, tax, uh, lowers inner city tax uh, uh, cuts, uh, obligations, obligations to to a certain amount. 
You know that. So like, you know, like, like, yeah, but he's racist. Yeah, but he also helped you. Hmm? What do you What do you want? I mean, like, you, know, you can't. I mean, where does your outrage go? I mean, I almost, I almost want a president like that. That's super inflammatory. But then he does really, really smart, very good things for the communities that openly hate him just because I want to see him just like ha have like a complete existential meltdown. They're like, but he's supposed to be racist. <laughs> yeah, but he really helped the black community a lot. But he's supposed to hate black people, but he doesn't. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, that'd be wonderful. I would love that. That would make me super happy. But I mean, you know, perfect, you know, an actual real life example of a president that, that put something super racist into effect and actually got through because he did it in the guise of trying to help the community that he was actually basically like basically destroying uh and that was lbj who was incredibly fucking racist yeah and he signed in the um was it the the greatest nation bill and that has that has to this day devastated the inner city black community devastated what, what and, was and everyone's like uh, it was um yeah basically it was the idea that we are going to give free stuff constantly to people of of color that are disenfranchised and have a difficult time in life if there's a black if there's a black woman that has one child she will be paid this much money if she has two children she'll be paid this much money it was the bill that was a, it was based on it was based on a lot of socialist principles that had the idea that we are going to have women not get married, but instead marry the government and that they were going to have kids and be paid ad infinitum to just be broodmares. Yeah. And I'm like, that's openly racist. I look at that and I'm like, I look at the bill and I look at the wording. And I'm like, that's super duper racist, actually. I mean, there's like no, there's nothing. You can't read that and go. Sounds good. And, and for whatever reason, the left is like, man, this bill really brought the black community up. I'm like, no, it brought them down. Yeah. How could you look at that and say it was good? But everyone was like, oh, well, he's giving them, he's giving them free shit. And that's where it started, where, you know, you had the, um, the, the liberals being like, or the, or the left being like, if we give the black community things for free, they'll vote for us. And then it, I mean, and, and his predictions where he said he was on, he was on, uh, he was audio recorded and he said, if I put this bill into effect, I'll have these N words uh, vote in Democrat for a hundred years. It's been 50 years. <laughs> Still happening. Sucks. So that's a prediction I wish we didn't happen. Oh, <sighs> yeah. Now, now, now that you told me about that, it's all coming back to me. Ah, <sighs> shit. Well, tell you what, <laughs> it's a lot to think about, and for sure, like going back on to you know our original topic, um, I I'd love to say something of you know significance of of uh, something quippy about the whole witch hunt thing, other than it's bad, you know, but. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, I wish it would stop, and it needs to stop because it's setting a terrible precedent for the future. I mean, and it's it's a terrible precedent now. But I, who knows what the next terrible thing is going to be that the uh, social justice community 
wants to push. It's people are losing their fucking jobs and their careers over thoughts and opinions and stuff that's yeah that was you know really just brushed under the rug a decade ago i mean there's 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 some instances where it actually does require a little bit of uh scrutiny but very few like um i don't know the whole r kelly thing he got off big time on the uh you know the whole trial originally and then some new information surfaced and they rehashed all of that shit now he's going to jail (laughs) so (laughs) i mean is he i i I stopped following because he's a celebrity and i don't care he's going to jail he's definitely going to jail um so there are some some instances where you know it does hold water but very few and it shouldn't be used so freely it should be used when there is a monster out there still among us and needs to be locked up not i don't like what that person has to say i disagree with them get him out of here <laughs> you know yeah yeah i do so i hate it i hate it so much i don't know I, it's the worst but with that being said definitely keep an eye out especially for these bots they're really fucking convincing nowadays um they almost entirely communicate with memes now like i'm not joking i'm they 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 avoid um they avoid typing out original thoughts because it will give them away so if you like a meme page or you like a facebook group that's you know the moderators only ever speak in memes it's probably a russian bot so that's super just use your fucking head use some common sense and realize that you might be getting played and it is full-on double agent style disinformation campaign that's exactly what it is so try not to be influenced by it I know we, the Dashley gentlemen here, aren't exactly super duper large and influential, but if you, one of the 15 people that listen to us, do hear this, <laughs> please uh, please be careful. And on that note, I think and, we're going to... And just oh, always, yeah. always take the opportunity to try to read further. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, if someone says something, like go, okay, but what else? And always ask that, but what else? Or where is it from? Always, you know, question everything. Co- corroborate. Think for yourself. Question uh, the masses, the, the authority. Question authority. <laughs> Power yeah, to the people. I'm done. I got nothing. <laughs> all right. We're going to call it. Power to the people. Um, I hope you all enjoyed what we uh, had to say today and found it at least somewhat entertaining. Um, we enjoyed having this conversation, so we do it because of you guys. Um, so if you like what you heard, like what you saw, please go ahead and subscribe or follow us. We're on Twitter. (laughs) Irony. Uh, we're on Facebook. (laughs) We're on Instagram. We've got our own website, dastlygentleman.com. If you want to send us an email, we're mail at dastlygentleman. 
Uh, if you want to send us a little donation, you can. Uh, we're at streamlabs.com slash dashly gentlemen. Uh, we're everywhere. So, um... Everywhere you want to be. So, you know, don't be a stranger. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Are we doing the outro credits? You know, I didn't add them. But here's an idle screen. Look at this photograph. Everything I do it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>